Hello, everyone. I am Carly Adair, and you are listening to an episode of the Carly Adair podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about all things creativity, professionalism, imposter syndrome, navigating career in your younger 20s with the infamous Anna. She is an established photographer and creative director, graphic designer, pretty much just all around creative. I'm sure she can do whatever you need, but she is somebody who you can tell has so much vision and so much passion for what she's doing. And throughout the episode, just chatting with her seems so natural. She's honestly a beautiful soul and I don't know. I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. I think if you're somebody who is looking for inspiration or thinks that a lot of people have it all put together, this episode is kind of a really, really great grasp of like, you know what? Nobody has it together. We're all figuring it out and we're all trying to do something great with our lives. And I think that Anna was really, really honest with me, which I'm super thankful for about where she's at in her career. She has shot with amazing brands and amazing people. Influencers you may know, like Victoria Paris, um, models. She's shot with like artists like Soliha, Johnny Orlando, and does just a lot. Mod Latour, who is an icon, like she just has made her mark. I think she's worked with brands like Calvin Klein, Prada. She is incredible. And she does not leave anything unsaid in this podcast. It is just truly a gem. So grab whatever you need, a coffee, go on your hawk or walk, go do whatever you need to do to listen to this episode in full. Clean your room because it is so valuable and she is very wise for a 24-year-old. Okay, here's my theory. This is a life update too. I'm excited to get into this episode, but first, it's my birthday, September 1st, which is a really big deal, and I think the world should know. Something about birthdays that I don't understand are the humble people. One of my best friends had a birthday last Friday. Obviously, we weren't, you know, it's COVID. I graduated grad school. I was being really selfish for the past year, so I wasn't really paying attention to my calendar. And, you know, life gets a hold of you, and you forget when people's birthdays are. And that's just the truth. And... Let me say something about that, though. If you're somebody who's like, I just want to wait and see who remembers me and who notices me. No, don't do that. I hate humble people. Like, honestly, like, Anna inspired me to, like, throw a party for my birthday. Um, I was feeling a little bit underwhelmed because this is my first birthday in L.A. I don't have, like, an established friend group here yet. But... I reached out to a few people and I think I'm going to have, like, a spectacular birthday brunch and I'm super excited, but... Her birthday is September 4th, by the way. So wish her a happy birthday. Go follow her and her socials like while you're listening to this episode because you need to look at her work. Her work is incredible. It's at A-A-N-A-N-N-A-K-O. Why can I not spell? Oh my gosh, the spelling bee era. Okay, at A-N-N-A-K-O-B-L-I-S-H. Why was that so difficult for my brain? I haven't spelled anything in forever. I had a dream too. This is a side note that I was a CEO of a company and I just like purchased Grammarly for everybody. Like this is what I dream about because I am so bad at grammar. Anyways, powerful people were born in August and July or August and September. The most powerful people. My pastor's birthday was on Saturday or is on Saturday. My birthday is coming up. Anna's birthday is coming up. Um, one of my best friend's birthdays in the latter end of July. People I look up to were born in August, like Kylie Jenner. I just, I do not believe in astrology that much. I don't really understand it. I don't want to go ahead and claim I don't believe in it. I just don't understand it. But there's something about 
August and September that is special. It just, it's true. And it, and I told my friend this and he was like, you're a narcissist, but I don't know. I just think like powerful leaders were born in August and September. So if you disagree, that's fine. But that's just what I've gathered through my research. Enough of me rambling. I need to get ready for press juicery, but I wanted to get this episode up because I just think that it's the best episode of this podcast yet. So please share it with your friends who are either looking for something inspiring or entertaining because this episode is it help this podcast grow leave a review you know what to do like you know what to do to help this podcast grow and if you do it I will thank you forever I'll literally send you a dollar on Venmo just let me know okay hope you have a great day peace and love let's get into this amazing episode well hello Anna welcome to the Carly Dear podcast Hi, how are you? It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. Where are you right now? Are you on the East Coast? Yeah, I'm in New York City, my apartment in Bed-Stuy. Also, I look crazy right now because I'm prepping my face for a shoot. I'm shooting like pictures for my birthday today and my friend is coming and I'm, she's going to be here in like an hour. So I'm like, uh, when is your birthday? September 4th. Okay, mine's September 1st. Oh my God, love Virgo season, baby. I look forward to it every single year. Yeah, how old will you be? 24. Oh, I love that. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. I throw like a a big party every year. I'm like, they're not, eventually I want to do like venues and stuff, but we just do like rooftop parties and they're like themed. And it's just like, I look like, I just, I love it. It's like my favorite part of the year. I just, I like, it's my favorite thing. Party throwing throwing parties the playlist the costumes I'm just like so pumped I'm like a very theatrical person I feel like I would say I love that did you ever do like musical theater or anything growing up no I don't know why I never really I always thought it was fucking lame but I I was really obsessed with being like normal in Mm -hmm. high school like I wanted to just be normal and popular and skinny and that's like really what like drove me during my like high school years and then like so I just wanted to like do all the normal shit I really I didn't make anything I wasn't like creative I didn't do anything creative in high school I just it was very weird and then my senior year of high school like when we were figuring out where we want to go to college is when I started to like I had a moment where I was like mom I want to go to art school and I want to go to art school in New York City and she was like what yeah <sighs> And no portfolio. I mean, like, actually, they weren't surprised. Actually, take it back. They were like kind of waiting for me to figure that out on my own. And then, literally within the span of like two months, I like ended up, up like getting into art school, and that's kind of the beginning of it, I guess. That's amazing. Did you ever take pictures as a kid, or were you into photography at all? Yeah, <laughs> photography was the first thing I really ever did creatively. Like. I stole our family camera and just started shooting on that. It was a Nikon, I believe. And I taught myself Photoshop. My mom sent me to like photography camp to like learn. I like bootleg Photoshop almost broke like our family's computer. Cause I, I, so like when I inevitably got back into photography, like eight years later, Mm -hmm. I like already had a foundation um, of like how to work the program and how to work a camera. I just hadn't shot in a while, but I wasn't going in blind when I took it seriously, like a year and a half ago. But yeah, photo was my first thing. I love that. So like going to Parsons, did that give you more of a 
outlook on like other creative outlets, like other than photography? Yes. I didn't study photography at Parsons. Okay. Um, I studied product design. So I built like furniture and shit and oh. a lot of like design I have. So I'm like, I was, had design training, which I think is honestly like what has served me the most from that program. If I studied photography, I wouldn't be doing it right now. Like I couldn't wait to get, I'm not, I'm not a school person. Like I don't like school. Like I did well cause I could, cause I didn't have to try very hard to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always like got away with shit, but like, I, I don't like school. I don't like being told what to do. And like, <laughs> I, I was so done with it by the end of it. Like, I was like, I can't, I, I can't, I was so angry at the program. Like product design is very white, very male driven. It was just like such a fucking, it was so boring, but, um, I was lucky cause I kind of got to do whatever I wanted for thesis in part because of the pandemic, but also because I just like was really adamant about doing like a photo related project but yeah I would my biggest advice to everybody is like I don't know don't study the thing that you're passionate like that you're really obsessed with because it will ruin it like will totally ruin your love for it interesting do you so what is like your main gig right now like what are you freelancing are you doing like is it your own business like what would you describe like your main like job description right now I mean like I am a freelance self-employed photographer I yeah I think that's what it is I have my own LLC um I don't have a business account yet I like I'm still dependent with my parents like I still with tax wise like I'm still figuring out how to actually have because it happened very quickly and I wasn't expecting it and um it happened like right out of college so it's taken me some time taking me some time to like love a foundation but yeah I'm self-employed and I love that full time which I don't know sometimes I'm like I wish I had another I wish I had another revenue another stream of income because Mm -hmm. I don't know it gets stressful when and also it takes the fun out of shooting and like editing when it's like am I gonna you know but it's yeah money you know what I mean do you feel like pressure to like take on certain jobs like Yes. Really? So what would you tell somebody? Because I'm kind of in the same boat. Like right now I'm freelancing. I don't really do photography, but more like graphic design and like strategic communications, like digital strategy, social media, that sort of stuff. And I found myself saying yes to a lot of people that I wouldn't necessarily say yes to to like pay my rent. I mean, like I live in LA, so it's like, it's kind of like similar to New York in like that realm I don't know like what how would you describe like that process of like how to say yes and no to certain people I like I'm still figuring it out like I don't have an answer mostly because like I'm I'm also still trying to define that for myself like I definitely say I I don't like outwardly say no to things I just yeah I ignore the email or ignore the dm for like projects that either I I don't know also like I wish I was more attentive to things so I, I can't help but wonder if there was like opportunities that I missed so I just didn't feel like responding which I'm sure has happened um I'm like really terrible at answering like texts and emails and dms and stuff unless they're like really huge but um I think like I don't know I don't know I don't think I have it it's hard right now because yeah. I always panic about money always like yeah. um and like 
I'm at a point right now where I'm kind of wondering like is it worth it to be doing this full time like is the stress of it worth it like should I get a part-time job or should I like find something else that will just like pay for like grocery like, I don't know, random yeah. shit like so that um I can like supplement this I'm not like literally relying on these like artists and their labels to pay me on time so that I can pay my rent and like live mm-hmm. it's like stressful and I'm really lucky that I have like enough work to be in this situation but I don't know if right now I don't know if the stress is worth it yeah if that makes sense no that's a big that's a big thing it makes so much sense and like thank you for being honest about that because I feel like it is hard to like talk about like the business side of things as like somebody who's creative and like the reality of like what it's like and well what would be like your big goal like what's like your dream that you're working towards like is influencing your decisions now it's funny because like it's, I, I was actually thinking about this last night it's an interesting time for me to be talking about my career because right now I'm definitely in like a little bit of a rut is like a weird way to put it it's more of just like I'm trying to like take inventory of like what I have what I have what I have going on right now and see like how I want to move forward because if you would ask me that and the answer is probably still the same but if you would ask me that like two months ago I'd be like I want to be like Billie Eilish's creative director I want to shoot post mm-hmm. like I want to be like an Amber Asali in a sense or like a Petra I Pong. love her yeah like I want to direct music videos I want to do like all these th- I want to create like I, that's just like like I more so see photography as like a means to an end mm. um but right now I'm kind of in a, in a in a moment of feeling like I'm not like good enough to be a creative director or like not creative enough to be a creative director and I don't know anything about music video or like video so I'm like am I even can I even do those things I think I'm having like a big imposter syndrome self-doubt like moment right now mostly because I just don't like the work that I've I don't I don't think my, I, don't, I don't like my work right now and it's not of like a, oh it's not like oh I hate it it's more of just like a, I feel like I'm not putting in enough effort to make it what I know that it could be you know Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes back to saying yes, things to get paid, you mm-hmm. know, like, cause then it takes, I'm taking on projects that aren't fun. Um, taking on projects of people who maybe don't see eye to eye creatively. So it kind of just becomes very like mundane and repetitive, like my editing process. And like the editing process is like my favorite part. I'm mm-hmm. kind of lost touch with that right now. So I don't know. I'd rather be honest about it than like sit here and lie. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, like, just from an outsider, I found your account because my youngest brother is a huge fan of Soli Had. <laughs> and he, like, posted a picture. Of oh, my God. Him. And I was, like, obsessed. Because from the outside, like, it looks like I was comparing you to, like, Amber Soli. Like, I was, like, like, I literally love her. Like, and she's so, like, my age. And, like, I love her work. And, like, just the way you edit. And I think I saw like your TikTok of like the scanning process and just that whole, like it's, it's original. And like, even if it was like inspired by something else, or you may not feel like it's the most groundbreaking thing right now, like to a lot of people, like it is like, it is extremely unique and innovative and amazing. So yeah, like that's awesome that you're keeping it up like through this like process and you're not like giving up and you're like still doing it and like processing it through. But like, what would, like, what do you do when you get in these like kind of, like, do you assess like where you're at? Like, 
how do you kind of navigate like that? I like full force, like steamroll through it. Like I am very hard on myself. I'm very competitive with myself and others. Also that the fact that you found me through Sully Hat is so fucking really well yeah. the, the way i found him was funny i'll tell you the story it's actually like a, just a giant troll do you know who audrey nika is yes they went, went on tour together yeah they went on tour and i'm from south carolina um and it was like in charlotte north carolina and there was like 10 people there but me and my brother like went and he was oh opening and we were like who is this kid like we never heard of him before but we were like who is this kid like who's just like coming out here he was great like he was awesome and um like we've been such fans ever since like we so we like follow him closely my, my brother does music too so he like takes inspiration from him it's just funny we love um him. he's like one of my very like one of my best friends so i'll be sure to tell him that um what do was you, I saying? how do you navigate imposter syndrome i don't uh i literally i just i literally i steamroll through it like i like i said i'm very competitive and um, I think, well, what you said about how, like, to most people, it's groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know that. Mm-hmm. But then I look at, like, Miss Gundy and other photographers that I, like, who are at work is, like, to me, like, top tier. I'm, like, my stuff compared to theirs is just not on the same level. And it's, like, I want to be at, like, the top, top. And I think right now I'm having mm-hmm. a moment of, like, am I even good enough to get to the top top but then again the top top is all an illusion like it's all Mm -hmm. fake and also like like you said I think a lot of people probably see my work and assume all that I already am there you know yeah which is which is weird um because I'm definitely not but like I mean I think more so when I see the jobs that like Miss Gundy is getting like he just shoots everyone that I want to shoot you know what I mean or like just that world I don't know it's and then there's just a lot of the comparison that happens um which like is so bad like I think I've kind of I'm trying to move away from comparing myself to people and like my and like personality wise looks wise but now it's like a whole other thing of like comparing your work to somebody yeah. else's because like a whole new fucking stressor which I hadn't really anticipated because for a while it really motivated me and helped me figure out my style but now it's kind of like just not it's just not helping mm-hmm. the situation you know what I mean yeah like it got you to this point and now you're like I want to like do my own thing without comparing myself to anybody <laughs> exactly yeah. and also just like I don't know I'm gonna wash out actually I'm not doing my makeup but um yeah yeah now it's like a matter of I don't know I just have, I this is what I'm saying though I have to like literally redefine how I view my career right now like yeah I was so go 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 for a while and I still can be that but I don't think the work is even like I don't know. I just feel like I need to, I need to like regroup and evolve, you know? Yeah. Well, I think like this, like, I almost feel that universally right now. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like maybe it had to do with the, this like fake getting out of COVID and like, we live in big cities. So maybe it's something like that. Like, I feel like I've just been in COVID forever, but like this like weird limbo stage of just like career in general, which is kind of what I wanted to like take with this podcast, like redefining what like it looks like to be like somebody who is like making it or professional or like a girl boss or whatever because honestly I grew up like thinking like I was gonna work for like Teen Vogue or something like it was my dream come true yeah and that like now I'm like I do not want a full-time job I would rather like die than like work for somebody else and so I'm just like I can't believe that like if I told my like 
12th grade self that they would throw up like they'd be like why you're like a nothing like why would you not want to work for a big company but like you're saying you're getting contracted to work or whatever how it works for these like amazing people um would you say that you surround yourself by a creative friend group or like what does that look like for you literally I have one friend who like says they're not creative and they totally are like yeah I literally am in fucking Bushwick like it's everyone here is like on one fucking level like about their work or someone else's work or what's cool or like being cool in Bushwick is like the like trophy like it literally I'm not Bushwick cool like not even like but but then I go home and it's like I'm the coolest person like it's like such a different gauge like a little bubble almost which like I realized recently and like that was a that was a wake-up call but like literally all my friends are in creative industries or like pursuing something like none of my friends could have a full-time job I think maybe I think one of them does Mm mm-hmm or like, and then other ones have internships that like are kind of like full-time jobs, but um, everyone is just kind of doing other things, like whether it's making music or like styling or um, I don't even know. A lot of them are also pretty young. I'm 24 and my sister is, how old are you? 21, I think. We live together. Oh yeah. And, and um Oh, like a lot of our friends are still like seniors in college or something. And I, I have friends who are like 26, 28. And I have friends who are like 21. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's so crazy. Like the ages. So like everyone is kind of just on like a different, a different wave right now. But yeah, I surround myself with creative people for sure by accident. Also just because of where I live. What do you, you know? what would you tell the person who doesn't think they're creative? I mean, like I tell them all the time, like you think you're going to work for Deloitte in a year. Like you're literally not. you're not you're not taking that full-time offer like I'm like I tell him all the time I'm like or like he probably will but I think and I'm like you're not gonna stay there for long like you're gonna be a creative director like I know you like you're you're an insane person but I get it like you want it's so funny like bullying somebody out of like them wanting a normal life and a normal job (laughs) I'm like don't be a fucking lame ass like what the fuck you know what I mean but he like wants that security which I get but it won't last for long it really won't. He's so talented at like creative direction that like the, the, the universe is going to push him in a different direction. Oh, I love that. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, even like of what we thought was secure with like the whole full-time career, like I'm not against it. Like if Netflix offered me a job, I'd probably take it. But like the thing totally. is like, I'm not against like that, but it's not as secure, especially through like the pandemic and all these like economic things and like the history of the world, like those aren't secure either. So it's like nothing yeah. secure. So you may as well do what you want. Like you could die tomorrow. You may as well like do what you have with this time on the earth to like be creative yeah. and, and express yourself. Yeah. And like, obviously there's like a huge level of like privilege involved in that, like mm-hmm. being able to do that. Most people can't. I'm very lucky to have parents who are super supportive, have mm-hmm. been the whole time, whether it was like helping out with rent for a month or just like, hi- they literally just recently hired me lawyers. I didn't ask them to, they just did it. They want to like protect me. And I'm so grateful for that. And I also am never going to lie to anybody and say that I didn't have the help because I did. I'd rather be fucking transparent with people like I'm really lucky with the parents that I have and the life that I have and the family that I was born into. Like I don't take that for granted, like ever. Um, Amazing. I think that's like important to like say as well. Like, I mean, obviously I don't have like 
industry connections. My parents don't do anything creative or my, my dad is creative, but doesn't do things creative. Their connections are not in this world. So it's a different kind of help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it still is like, it makes all the difference to know that like if, at the end of the day, it's not live or die. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's really, really so. nice. And it is a blessing. Yeah. Um, if you're shooting with somebody and you're creative directing, like it's a, is it a day? Like, can you take me through like, like a process, like a day in the life of you, like on set? I literally wish that I, this is what I'm saying. Like, I wish that I spent more time into like planning. Cause a lot of the times, like I don't put any thought into anything or I do. And it's very minimal. Like, I wish I could be like, yeah. So I plan out all this. Like, I really don't. <laughs> like, I basically, like I have, I have the person send me a mood board. Okay. I have them send me photos of my stuff that they like so that I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. Um, and then I figure out if it's like indoor, outdoor. And then I go to like what equipment I'll need. And then we shoot. And then I just start editing and whatever happens, happens. And I wish there was a little more control in the like planning of like props or whatever. And like more like high concept. Like I'm not a great, I'm a terrible planner. Like literally horrible. I'm, I've, my whole life is like me just getting by because I can make things work super last minute. Like I'm super adaptable, um, which is like a superpower, but I need to better our planning. That's pretty much like how the process goes, you know? I mean, I do some thinking, but ultimately I, I honestly almost always feel like, and there, this is true, but like a lot of the final product reveals itself like towards the end. Mm. Like as I'm editing, like, catching a vibe of like the photo or whatever like and but I do think that if you know a lot of that does depend on you know like the setting I think but then now I'm like do I just start editing more because I used to do like these really crazy edits and I moved away from that and now I like want to start get into it again and I'm like then the background doesn't even fucking matter so it's like mm-hmm. lots of moving parts there's lots of moving parts yeah how long does it usually take you to edit like a day I mean like if I'm gonna edit a full project if I'm gonna sit down and edit a full project two days okay like between like getting like doing the the and that's just now and I want to make it even more detailed which is gonna make it like I'm not kidding like start to finish two days for one project and but but then like but by the time we shoot the time somebody gets there edits could literally be like three weeks yeah I mean that makes sense that like yeah do you do you take on like a lot of clients at one time or okay they also just build up like I'm right now I'm okay I mean I'm not okay but I I, there's been there have been worse moments like with way more projects to get to but um I think also what's good is that like just being able to say like hey you're only like you're you're paying this you can only get x amount of photos back like that's been super helpful mm-hmm. um like you just pay for more if you want more but also the way that I just naturally edit is that you get a lot back because I I put a lot I don't know it's just this is what happens I try a lot of different things so you just end up with a lot which just takes a lot of time yeah no that makes sense I love that. That's like really unique. I, th- I just think it's unique because I haven't met anybody. I'm from South Carolina and like a lot of people, you know, like let's imagine there's photographers in South Carolina, their, their process is just so different. Like, it's just like, Oh my God. In a sun Dude, I wish. Field, 
I like, like wish I had a fucking like preset <laughs> that I could slap on things. I literally wish it would make life so much fucking easier. But I like, love when people comment like, like, what's your preset? <gasps> what? I'm like, I wish. I literally wish I could send you a preset. If anything, I'd have to send you like a fucking fully formed Photoshop document with all the layers. You know what I mean? Or, and that wouldn't even work. It's just, it's crazy. Like, it's just crazy. But that's what I think separates like the good from the bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, those things are relative, but I think that attention to detail and that willingness to go that extra mile, I think is super important. You know? I love that. I love that so much. I like, I love your work and I love your story. What do you think like keeps you like grounded? Do you have like a morning routine? Do you, is it your friends? Is it? It's my sister. She literally will not let me go anywhere. She won't, she literally, that bitch reads me some fucking filth. Like she won't, she won't let me get get over anything. Like people gas me up a lot. Like when I go out, whatever. And she's always wanting to like roll her eyes and like, you're fucking joking. Right. Like get over yourself and honestly it's really helpful I think my friends a lot of my friends do it the same way it's not even about like ego I think it's more I think more so I just like spiral out of control a lot of the time whether it's like mm-hmm. positive or good like I feel things in extremes and I have a few friends that really keep are like great to go and talk to during those moments you know yeah. I wish I had more of a morning routine I keep saying like oh my god like I have to get back to my morning routine. I haven't had a morning routine in fucking forever like yeah I guess because life is always happening. Like I'm either in LA or I'm home or I'm on vacation and my sister's moving in and then someone else is staying with us and then like blah, blah, blah. And then like my birthday's, it's just, there's all these things that I just seem to like, and that's what I'm saying. Like I need to just like chill the fuck out and be like, okay, all these things can happen. It can be happening because life is going to keep happening mm-hmm. and you can like keep yourself sane. Do you know what I mean? Like the treadmill is not a fun place to be. Mm-mm. that's no, the thing my- like it's like you have to like that's the same trait of adapting like it's like that's if you can s- respond to different things of your life and like adapt to those things it's so much better than just like being stuck yeah in, like the same head space the same cycle the last thing I want to talk about with you is like whenever I looked at your social media like I was just like this girl's like fun like she's just like she's like funny like <laughs> she like knows what she's doing like that literally makes me feel so good because I forget that I have fucking 30,000 followers and I just post my stories are so long like I just like post all day long and it's it's like stupid shit posting like my close friends is even worse like oh yeah Sometimes I like it's like actually so bad. I'm like, and then I look and I'm like, oh my god, two thousand people clicked through this shit today, and I'm like, for what? Like literally for what? Because it's like nobody's fun anymore. That's like the problem. Like nobody like. I feel that so, especially in LA. A lot right? of these people they don't post anything. Like they'll post their funny shit on their close friends, and I'm like, why wouldn't you put that on your? There's no reason. Like what I call like the aesthetic prison. People who are like fucking obsessed with like everything looking great and being great and like you are literally like boring as fuck even if you're not you're like you present boring as fuck your whole life can't be a fucking like pinterest board do you know what i mean i could not know more what you mean that's like my biggest struggle though is like i'm sitting here like i i often like stop myself from posting things because I know the people who are in that so-called prison love that but they're like thinking of not even like of me but just like of the general concept of social media like in such like a 
exact way. Like I remember when like there was like those comic grids and like 20 like when Instagram first came out and like you'd like do like a, a meme grid or just like post like random yeah. stuff. Like I remember I used to love doing that stuff and I was like such a troll. And now like I won't post anything for months because I'm so like uh like I just like don't I don't want to have to deal with that like whole side but people who are out there like I mean like you like I think I was inspired by you because I admired your work in in like the same way I admired your personality so I think like there's like this almost narrative right now that like you can't be both or at least that's what I'm like believing in my head is like it's hard to be like super fun and also taken seriously like with your work so like what do you have any like advice or like what would you have to say about like somebody who is like scared to just like be who they are with both ways I think for me and my parents know this and it's really irritated them about me probably my whole life (laughs) professionalism to me is like such bullshit such a waste of time like why the fuck would you ever like try to act as like change like not be yourself not bring your actual life into like the workspace like I don't understand that I think it's so fucking lame and again that's like privilege whatever like I don't have to have a real job or whatever the fuck but like and I get there's it, there's a difference between like professionalism and like being like appropriate like obviously you act appropriately but like why can't shit be fun like and I it's not even like I do it on purpose either something in me that just has that it just is this way and I actually find it really irritating and my I think my friends do too that my like constant need to like post shit like I don't even but I grew up on the internet like we all did like I literally had like eight different twitter accounts I was a tumblr person like the second I've just been like posting my life since I was like they're like, y- like really young mm-hmm. so like no one and now there's like a little bit of an audience which is cool I guess but like I'm not even posting like content that they're here for I'm just posting random shit do you know what I mean like they don't come from my stories do you know what I mean and it's yeah. like so I just like nobody's watching you like as much as you think everybody's watching you nobody's fucking watching you and they only like it's like I don't know and like also it's like people are always gonna have shit to say about you like when I was when I was like working really hard to like blow up my work on TikTok all my friends had me muted on Instagram because I was insufferable so then they found me so annoying but it was me building up a fucking it worked like I yeah. it worked I went from fucking 800 followers to fucking 14k like it literally worked and it's what it's something that I had to do but like my close friends were like you're like that's you're so annoying and I'm like I know I'm sorry you know what I mean like I don't know but it worked and like it doesn't matter. It just doesn't own. matter. That's the thing. Like it's really not that deep. Like that's what I'm trying to like. No, think about it's my really own not that deep. It it's really doesn't really matter. And this I I agree with you completely. Is like as long as you're like being genuine, I would much rather work with people who are straight up and genuine than people who are bullshitting me through like a professional like manner. Because I don't know, like even in interviews, like if I can't like if I have to like button up for an interview, and like there's a difference between like presenting yourself in like a clean way rather than like just like not but if you can't like be who you are and like your work should speak for itself like that's what I'm saying if I'm doing good work like it should speak for itself that is literally what I told my parents I was like I'm never gonna have to apply for a job I hate doing it I'm never gonna write a cover letter I'm never gonna interview again and like 
I, my, my dad says like, you don't know, you can't predict the future. And I'm like, I'm just going to assume law of assumption that I never have to do that. And then I literally will never have to do that. Like, that's how that works. Like, Love it. like I'm just never going to do it because I can't do it. And I've never been a holder real job for that long. Like I've gotten fired from like all my jobs. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I, I have like raging ADHD. I'm like, just, I don't care a lot of the time about like, my surroundings where I am like if I'm like uncomfortable I'm gonna fix it because it's my fucking life mm-hmm. like I literally am just like that and it drives my sister fucking nuts like drives her up a fucking wall like she's like a Libra very like balanced and I just like mm-hmm. don't give a shit like I don't care and like sometimes sometimes like, I should care more but like genuinely I just it's my life do you know what I, you know what I mean like it's my life why would I be unhappy yeah, like you have to do what what like your inside is telling you to do. Like you can't like live yeah. your life to like live up to a certain image or like professional standard or whatever it is. You have to do what like you see is like in your imagination is like fit. Exactly. And also like if you fuck, you're gonna fuck up. You're gonna mm-hmm. do things that are embarrassing. Just forgive yourself and move on. Yeah. Like, I've, I, I've, I like. like- I've literally done crazy shit that I'm like, oh my God, why the fuck did I do that? And then I'm just like, why am I getting upset about it? You did it because you wanted to. And the only thing that you can do is just be like, it's okay. You won't do it again. And then move on with your life. Yeah. Point of sitting. You know what I mean? Like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Like, I, I agree. Like, nobody, like, I feel like people forgive you way easier than, like, you forgive yourself. Oh, my God. Nobody also cares because everybody yeah. is so, like, fucking self-obsessed. Like, nobody cares. Do you know what I mean? Like, I am honest. It's funny because, like, I'm not chill, but I'm also very chill yeah. in the sense that it's, like, I don't really care what you do or say to me if you, I really, like, we're good. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you apologize or whatever, like, I'm just like, I like, I get it. It's fine. Cause like, I feel like I fuck up so much that I'm just like, why the hell would I get mad at anybody else? Mm-hmm. You know what that's I mean? A, that's so, I feel like that's like emotional intelligence. Like, that's like how you know, like, you're I, I like, try. operating in a good way. It's so. funny because like my reactions to things are separate. Like, I can, <laughs> I can react really aggressively, but then later on, I'm like, I, I, I don't, I'm not a grudge holder. I'm like, yeah. way too lazy to hold grudges. Like, I don't think I've ever really held a grudge. That's good. That's great. I don't think I'm like possible. I don't think I can do it. I just don't care enough. Yeah. I feel like you that's know? the way to go. That's the way to live your life because I don't know. Like that this seems really wise. But I feel like we didn't talk about any of my photography shit. That's what I was saying last night. Like I'm just in such a weird spot of my career that like I was I could sit here and give the same the spiel I always give, but it just doesn't feel genuine right now. No, honestly, this is more beneficial than that would have been. A lot of my audience is like people who like not lack creativity. That sounds kind of harsh, but like who like are looking to be like inspired or like are in college, like still like growing and figuring things out. What um is there anything you want to promote or like any like where can they find you online? Like how do you want to like pitch yourself? I mean, my Instagram is my name, Anna Koblish um that's really it instagram my tiktok is anastasia koblinski but i don't post on it anymore i like use tiktok to get where i am now and then i kind of abandoned it like i just don't i just don't i can't it's funny because everyone's like tiktok is the new instagram and i'm like fuck like no i hate that app um the content creating on that app is like not for me but 
Anastasia Kolinska on TikTok, Anna Koblish, A-N-N-A-K-O, oh my God, B-I, whatever, my name. And then um, on Instagram, that's really it. I have, I have exciting shit coming up. Not, I'm nothing that I can talk that I can say. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are still like in very early, early, early stages. But um, I definitely think for me, there, there's going to be a big shift in the, in the work that I start putting out. I think it's going to start looking a lot different. Um, yeah, I think I want to rearrange some things. Also, like, I don't know, I'm always checking my DMs and my DM requests, like answering, I don't know, random shit people ask me. Like, I try to get to all of it. So any questions about anything, I'm always down to have a conversation, you know? And also always looking for interns. So, oh wow if you're in yeah. new york or- like either in new york or la because i'm back and forth so like kids who want to like help out be on set or whatever like i'm always posting about that shit um but yeah thank you so much i feel like i didn't talk about anything like that exciting no this but- is really exciting this is amazing thank you for your time today everybody go follow i'm i apologize i think i said anna earlier it's anna it's fine it's, I, I really don't care like yeah. half of my life call me anna half to call me anna i don't even really notice <laughs> yeah well thank you for your time you literally are such an amazing soul like i just feel Thanks. like you were here to be genuine like give it straight up and like I really, really appreciate it. I think this is a beautiful conversation. And I thank you. Thanks for having me. I I really I was excited about it. I'm sorry I'm like rushed. The lighting is bad. Whatever. Thank you so much. No, it's good. Thank you. 